0: Thank you. about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenbeck program
1: so we started off this morning in the pursuit of truth we will finish it in pursuit of justice next year on the glenbeck radio program Welcome to our final hour here on the Glenn Beck Radio Program. This is the last time we will all be together until January the 9th. We are the Steve Day Show. That is yours truly. With Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre, we will resume our holiday uh, festivities after this program. But we decided to come in uh, from vacation because of the importance of this moment and the magnitude of this platform. And uh, we, we started off these first two hours. Talking about truth, the first hour we looked at we have to accept the truth. We lack political agency in this country. We don't have political representation. The idea of some long-term takeover of a, of the Republican Party, I heard it when I started doing this in 2002. We were talking about conservatives doing it. A decade later, it was the Tea Party was going to do it. Now the MAGA is going to do it. It will not be done, or at least not in terms of... Of being done in time to save whatever is left of this country so we have to look at a different form of activism that is not corporate in nature but individual and local this last hour we looked at the truth of the damage of these shots and why we need to stop them as steve kirsch joined us i figured you know what if we're at the place now that ben shapiro is going to bring robert malone on his show then then it's, it's time to bring in a new level of radical, a whole new layer of radical. And so we took a crowbar to the Overton window by bringing the much banned and censored Steve Kirsch on the program. Why? Because he had the audacity to bet $1 million of his own money that you couldn't beat him in a debate about the danger of the jabs. And they couldn't beat him in a debate, so they just banned and shunned him. So now with these truths acknowledged, it is time for action, time for accountability. And who better to have that conversation with than our good friend and our prophet of woe and lamentation, as well as our colleague here at Blaze TV, the one and only Daniel Horowitz. It is good to have you with me and us, my friend. How are you?
2: Hey, happy new year. Been way too long.
1: It has been. It has been way too long. And in a little over six weeks, you and I will release a book that we spent much of 2021 working on. Pre-sales are available right now. It is called Rise of the Fourth Reich, Confronting COVID Fascism with a New Nuremberg Trial so that this never happens again. Once more, it's called Rise of the Fourth Reich. I, I remember when I suggested this title to our publisher, they thought it was way over the top, and I, I said, hey, just read the, the opening statement of the manuscript, because we we fashioned it after a Nuremberg trial. We don't have chapters. We have a witness list. We have, we, we have an opening statement, a closing statement. And I said, hey, just read the opening statement. And if you think that the title is still too provocative, we'll come up with something else. They read the opening statement and came back and said, I think maybe, maybe we should title this book that our ancestors shot redcoats for less than this. You can read that opening statement right now at trialsandexecution.com. You can read it for free right now there at trialsandexecution.com. But Daniel, you've heard me say many times, we are not a nation of laws, and we never have been. We are a nation of political will, and we always will be. I saw you talking this morning about whether politics truly flows downstream from culture. And, and, and you said, looking at what the left does, I don't believe that's the case. See, I think we say that on the right, because for us it is true we have to literally terraform culture to get any agency politically at all. Like we have to make it so simple and easy to get them to do the stuff. They should have done five or 10 years ago now. All right. That that's what we have to do on the right. Now on the left, Power is where power goes. They just act on what they want, and the culture follows. We do have some, one Republican that behaves this way. The guy in Florida, Ron DeSantis, he just exerts power and has changed the culture in Florida as a result. But we can't. We don't have the the agency to do that. And I and that is where I wonder if the real problem with. A true Nuremberg-like trial and tribunal happening again because of what was done here with COVID isn't so much the lack of will within the political class, but within the everyman class. Daniel, less than 15% of American adults didn't take any of this gene juice at all. Less than 15%. You know as well as I do from working in primaries for how many years the hardest thing is to convince a guy that he voted for the same rhino for many years that he suddenly sucks and shouldn't do it again. No one wants to admit they've been hoodwinked. No one wants to admit they've been had. When your buddy tells you your girlfriend is cheating on you, you don't get mad at your girlfriend. You get mad at the buddy who told you because you're, you realized you got played for a fool, right? Is there the will in the larger population to truly come to grips with what they allowed to inject and be injected into their bodies? Or are we more inclined as a species to say, I know it was a mistake. I'm not getting them again. We're never doing this again. Let's just all move on and forget this ever happened.
2: Well, Steve, I don't know the answer to that, but I don't want to find out. And that means that we got to do it now. It's that narrow window where on the one hand, I think we have the strongest opposition in society that we've ever had to COVID fascism. But on the other hand, if you let this go on past this year's upcoming legislative sessions and all these supposed red states, then it really, truly will be forgotten while they are not retreating, but they're reloading to the next versions of biomedical surveillance, tyranny, experimentation RSV shot, many more mRNA technologies, things we can't even imagine, the transhumanism. Now is the time to catch that little bit of lightning in the bottle while the stuff is kind of being repudiated, at least laughed at. Yeah, this is stupid. We're done with this. Now is the time. It's the only time we have to hope for to plow the ground over this Fourth Reich biomedical tyranny and salt the ground over it. You know, you talk about the fact that culture is downstream from politics, and I really think I really think that's what it is. If you think about how the left did this, did they create an entire culture making it cool to wear a Chinese burqa diaper on your face for 10 years? No, they built that in a matter of a week or two. I mean, they're just this is what we're doing. You're you're killing people if you don't do it. Done. Made it, they made it a law. They had the political will, they made it a law. So that drove the culture. It made it that this is what you do, and you look like you're out of place if you don't do it. So something so illogical, immoral, illegal, and inhumane, insane. I mean, IBB tip is out with a poll today that thankfully a majority of people are no longer onto this, but they asked masking under five children under five and this is this is two and a half years into this after it's been repudiated as all pain and no gain is it good or bad and a majority of Democrats and a third of independents answered it's good so that's the power of just not debating not owning the other side with tweets but doing and and what I'm warning people is – and, and what, what we have at the end of our book is a list of about 20 different ideas that are all very achievable in about 50 percent of the states. Right now – now, not that the Republicans are worth anything, but they are more prone to pressure from uh, their constituents than Democrats are. Now is the time to make demands that this can never happen again. And part of that is not just responding – Like we're always doing, we're playing catch-up a year or two later. So, you know, when it's a genocidal level, like Steve Kirsch was talking about, four or five hundred thousand deaths just in the U.S., just as its opening act – and by the way, over the Christmas break so many new papers have come out showing that this likely destroys your immune system mm-hmm. permanently. Mm-hmm. So who knows what's going to happen here on out.
1: The reproductive systems but, and the steep declines re- in birth rates we've seen in highly vaccinated countries and everything else.
2: Yes. Things like that what what happens to your long-term immunity to all sorts of respiratory viruses? But the point is that it's not enough to be oh I oppose mandates. No, 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 no. We are well beyond that. what was done. It was malignant, it was malvolent. It was premeditated. and And, and you know how we know that, Steve? because they're doing it now it's like well did they know it at the time they know it now and they've known it for months and they're doing it anyway they're giving it a promotion they're partnering with them to produce rsv shots with the same technology the same immunobridging measuring antibody levels which now we know are harmful antibodies um This is not going away. They're not retreating. They are reloading. They're on to the next thing. And the biggest obstacle we have is that apathy where you have these GOP leaders and these state legislatures, these governors. Yeah, we're kind of done with that. No, you're not. No, you're not at all. First of all, they are still forcibly masking rape victims and most uh, medical settings, hospitals, doctor's offices in almost every state, that needs to be done away with. Medical schools, law schools, are still requiring the death shots. And, and, and Steve, can, I just want to say something. Um, you know, no one has ever been forced to get an abortion. No one's ever been tricked. I mean, at least not in the modern era into thinking that an abortion is somehow, you know, some sort of uh, booster of your immune system. Right? Everyone kind of knows to varying degrees what you're doing. Um, you know, they might not visually uh, conjure up the full graphic nature of it, but they know you're terminating the pregnancy at a, at a minimum. Um, so, you know, why should we get involved, Steve? You know, it's not a mandate. You know, you can do what you want. But no, obviously, we're pro-life. We don't believe in death. We don't believe in murder. And you don't have the state promoting this. And, and, and you downright use the tool of the state and the governments and the areas that you control to, to ban it and to push back against it. This is no different but times ten. There is, no, there is no enlightened consent, and this is what Nuremberg was about. It's not just the fact that you can't mandate dangerous things on a people, but even the fact that people like myself with young kids, we can't find normal pediatricians that even understand what the heck is going on. What's in these shots? What's in the future ones? What's in the ones that have already been given? There is no enlightened consent. These mRNA shots need to be banned in the red states banned banned now banned permanently um you know until we know what the hell is going on to to paraphrase Donald Trump on immigration it is not enough to be behind and we need to look ahead they're foisting the RSV shots on us next year okay we need to look ahead and for once preemptively ban what they plan to do rather than play catch-up and you know what The culture will follow in reverse. And just like you see with Ron DeSantis, guess what? Now it's cool to be against CDC. Um, Publix, one of the biggest employers in the state of Florida, when CDC said give the shots to kids, Florida said we recommend against them. Publix decided to side with Florida and did not administer the shots. That is how you change culture through politics. You just do This is the law. This is what we're doing. This is it. Now is our time. Now is our moment. We'll never get this again.
1: Speaking of Florida, they are getting set to convene a grand jury looking into these jabs. We will discuss what that could potentially have an impact with when we come back.
3: Having trouble picking a New Year's resolution? CarShield has you covered. This year, I don't have to worry about how much it's going to cost to fix my truck when it breaks down. Prices on just about everything rising, but I've locked in my price and it'll never go up. CarShield offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month, and that covers more parts than ever before, from alternators to big ticket items like your transmission. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get coast-to-coast roadside assistance, courtesy towing, rental car options, all at no extra cost so you'll never be left hanging. Why wait any longer? This year, choose coverage through CarShield, a resolution you can easily keep. CarShield has my back when my truck breaks down. They can have yours, too. Go to CarShield.com slash or call 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Save 20% right now. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash
1: All right back here on the glenn beck radio program we are the steve day show feeling in for glenn here today in our final hour don't forget if you like what you hear subscribe to our podcast on itunes stitcher spotify amazon uh, d-e-a-c-e is how to spell the last name if you don't like what you hear subscribe anyway We need the numbers, all right? So thank you for that. Daniel Horowitz is here with us, our colleague here at Blaze TV. Him and I are collaborating on a new book that'll be released in February, about six weeks from now, Rise of the Fourth Reich, Confronting COVID Fascism with a New Nuremberg Trial So That This Never Happens Again. And pre sales are available right now at amazon.com. If you want to check it out, you can also check out the opening argument, our opening statement. We structure it like a court proceeding. The opening statement, you can read it for free right now at trials, plural, and execution, singular, trialsandexecution.com. That's trialsandexecution.com. One of the things that you and I were discussing uh, last or, or earlier this fall, Daniel, um, is if we could get nowhere with Republicans in Congress after this election to, to truly delve into this, why don't we get GOP governors like Ron DeSantis to do it? Lo and behold, he announced last week that that's exactly what's going to occur. Uh, the Supreme Court of Florida has convened a grand jury to look in to the the allegedly false and dangerous claims made by COVID jab manufacturers Pfizer and Moderna. As far as I know, this is something unprecedented in recent American history. What kind of potential do you think this enterprise has? Did we lose Daniel?
0: Looks like he's still there, but I'll uh, redial him.
1: All right, let's try that again. Todd, I'll ask you that question. What kind of potential do you think a grand jury proceeding from the state of Florida has. For example, you just got done rewatching the movie JFK from our youth. That was a local new, yes. new Orleans DA, uh, you know, grand jury investigation. Right. And much of what it uncovered about the JFK assassination, for example, that Clay Shaw was a CIA operative, uh, that, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was an asset of Clay Shaw's, his handler within the CIA. Those are things now the national archives are now, Affirming. Those things are actually true, even though when Stone made these claims in his movie 30 years ago, was panned, and of course, when the New Orleans DA made them in the 60s, that was panned back then, too.
4: Going through that entire movie, and it's the first time I had seen it since you know being the notorious show anti-vaxxer now before COVID, but it's constantly... Jim uh, the Kevin Costner's character trying to the DA Isn't it Jim to, Garrison wasn't yeah, that his name yeah. trying to even convince the people who worked for him and respected him what are you prepared to believe to go where you started Steve which mm-hmm. Overton windows are you prepared to smash that's it right there if they are willing to believe that total depravity will go to this forthright status it's limitless but that's the game they have got to smash that window
1: it will have to uncover something, right? I mean, there's there's too much data and evidence out there. It, there's no way it won't uncover anything. There's well, no there's no way that it won't be nothing to see here at the end.
4: Well, now we're in Warren Commission territory. Did Leah Harvey also have Willie do it alone, or was right. he just
1: a patsy? Right. Is
4: that something? Right.
1: But it it so when you also consider that the state of Florida's Department of Health is already. I think it remains to this point here. What is today? December 29th. I still think it's the only health department in America that has advocated any form of restrictions on the distribution of COVID jabs. I think it's the only one in the country. Mm-hmm. So with that as the backdrop set, at the very least, I have to think it'll come up with evidence to confirm that conclusion. I, to me, I think that's our floor. I think we're starting it's, with that. And then the question is, what's the ceiling? How much? How far down the rabbit hole from there are they willing to go? It's not
4: just the evidence, but what must, what must that evidence lead to in terms of action? Because we just got done talking to Steve Kirsch. He's been eliminated. He's been called a quack, a crazy. We just had him on the show for an hour. Mm-hmm. That guy's just asking questions. Questions he started asking, asking, asking after he got the jabs. And the only reason that guy's threatened is not because the question's so, a lot of people have asked the questions. He's actually an elite. He's a man with means. Right. He was willing He's a to multi-millionaire act. multi-millionaire
1: tech entrepreneur. He was willing
4: another. to right. act. He was willing to bring consequences. And oh, by the way, he was a guy who actually took the jab. We can have all kinds of crazies like me who never did it, Steve, or you. Mm-hmm. But the person who took the jab and reforms themselves and changes, we can't have that religion, Steve.
1: That's why the argument that some of the people in our industry didn't see this until recently because they were blinded by what's called credentialism I don't buy that argument because from the very beginning of going back to the origins of lockdowns I've been pointing out on this show scientists from Stanford Harvard, Yale, Oxford the elite of the elite universities have been calling BS on all of this from the very beginning yes there, there have been plenty of credentialed people willing to practice some form of dissidence against this resistance against this we'll see if we can reconnect with Daniel when we come back stay tuned All right, back here on the Glenn Beck Radio Program. We are The Steve Day Show, D-E-A-C-E, filling in for Glenn. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. If you are enjoying what you're hearing today, we typically fill the void after Glenn uh, departs, and of course, a Hall of Famer leaves a pretty big void. We are typically the show after him here on Blaze TV, noon to 2 Eastern, and one of our colleagues at Blaze TV, frequent guests, uh, is the prophet of woe and lamentation. We think we have his tech uh, issues figured out. Daniel Horowitz back here with us. Good to have you back with us, my friend. I want to get your take now on the grand jury that the state of Florida just announced as requested by Governor DeSantis, and that request was Uh, was honored by the state Supreme Court. Todd and I were talking when we were getting your issues figured out a minute ago that given the state's current level of scrutiny, I believe Florida remains the only state in the country right now whose Department of Health has issued any form of restrictions on these jabs at all, that, that evidence confirming that conclusion is probably the floor of what this grand jury comes back with. That's probably the floor. The question is, Daniel, what's the ceiling? How far down the rabbit hole do you think they're willing to go?
5: I think they're willing to pretty much uncover everything. Remember, this is something we're not going to get at a federal level because Republicans have made it very clear they will not go after vaccine injury because they uh, treat the epithet of anti-vax, even though this is not a vaccine, uh, as like racism. That's the new racism. So they won't touch it. So Florida is really the highest level venue we have to air this publicly, the scope of injury. But I think the ceiling really is going to be. What did they know and when did they know it and who knew it? This is really the key here because we already have enough information from the court release documents of Pfizer and the FDA and different FOIAs. They knew about the problems not just January 2021 when this was released but August 2020 during the clinical trials. And this stuff, they don't even need to uncover, but it's a matter of calling in the witnesses Getting it documented and the governor driving the narrative that will push the Overton window further and make it that governors like Kim Reynolds in Iowa, like Greg Abbott in Texas, have to begin dealing with this. And then, and then, you know, once that snowballs, that's a different country. I've always said if we had twenty-five Ron DeSantis's, we'd have a different country because either it would serve as a check and balance against the rest of the country and the federal government, or you would have a massive swath of the country to live in that is just dramatically different. And when it comes to the COVID shots, I think what they're going for, is not just COVID. It's to uncover the fraud of the biomedical state that's existed for far too long in medicine um, and, and where it's headed. So this is not just about COVID, even, even though people don't care about COVID and think it's over with, but how long have we been lied to about life and death decisions in hospitals, in terms of therapeutics, in terms of treatments um, and, and pharmaceuticals? Because I, I do know they also plan on, obviously, investing some research into cancer, looking into, you know, what's behind that? What have we been spending our money on with, with that? Who are we funding? Uh, who are, who, who's been grifting the last 50 years? So to me, this ceiling is much bigger than COVID. It's the entire medical profession itself. Hmm.
1: That brings me to the broader question and the last thing I wanted to ask you about today. We got into this in the first hour. That that and and you know when you talk about the Glenn Beck audience, I, I don't know of another audience in alternative, certainly not conservative media, that is more generous, more engaged, more committed to action than this one is. That all being said, though. You know, when I when I did my first news talk show filling in for the great Jan Michelson in August of 2002 on News Radio 1040 WHO, we were talking about it's time for conservatives to finally take over the Republican Party. A decade later with the Tea Party, it's time for the Tea Party to take over the Republican Party. Now it's time for the magas to take over that we've done this. We do this every decade. It gets rebranded. It's the conservative grassroots. It's the tea party. It's the magas. But we, we do this, you know, time warp again and nothing ever comes of it because I don't think anything ever can. But the reality is 20 years into this business, I'm talking about things, Daniel, I would have never imagined I'd be talking about. It, we're, at the, we're at the very least we're at the two-minute warning here of this game called Western Civilization. Now we can debate within two minutes. Are we at, at the last second? Is there time for a two-minute drill? Is it too early for a hail mary pass? But but at the very least we're at a two-minute warning here for our way of life. We don't have some long-term plan of seating and replacing one of the duopolies political parties. And so on an individual and state level, if your governor's not Ron DeSantis, and for most of the people listening right now, it's not. So you just can't get up in the morning and assume that your vote is going to count, even if they counted it. So for the rest of us, on a local individual level, a new level of activism and engagement and pestering is going to be required here. Give us some encouragement and suggestions along those lines.
5: Sure. It's a matter of moving our biggest obsessive focus from elections to actually policy changes. And the two are not synonymous. And the policy changes drive the culture. The the way the left agitated is that they made it clear. They they would start out with a 5% issue. They have 5% of the people behind them. How do you think drag story, drag queen story hour became a thing? Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Where did bath- the bathroom stuff come from? That, that In a matter of a year, they made this a fight in all 3,000 counties. Okay. They take an issue that's unpopular. Well, our issues right now, most of them are actually popular and have a majority of support. If they didn't two years ago, they do have it now. And certainly in the areas we're talking about, like your home state of Iowa, you 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 make it clear that the culture of this county is the inverse of San Francisco. And what the Rainbow GI did in the incipient stages of their agenda, in those places, and then eventually expanded upon that, this is what is done here. This is what is not done. And every Republican that's elected, from school board, county council, county executive, state legislator, they are treated with circumspect. We are not Republicans. We are the rhinos. That's what we need to understand. I mean, I don't consider myself a Republican at all. Now, you might not have ballot access readily available without the Republican Party in another state, but that's fine. You could use them the way they use us. But the point is, it's not about but Biden, but the Democrats. You're not going to change them. It's about every second you you be that squeaky wheel. This is what must be done in this school district. Okay, we are not having drag hour in this county library, which you'd be shocked at how many red counties have it. And you need to be such a force at a local level, and it doesn't take much. A few dozen, you get a cell together in your neighborhood. You have a division of labor based on the issues. If you can write, you write, If you could go and talk radio, you do that. You put out a weekly newsletter saying, who, who are the heroes and zeros in the legislature? What are the important issues? I'm going to publish. At the blaze in the new year, a list of about 50 or so ideas that need to be implemented in every state legislature this year, and you bang away at it. The problem with a lot of these places is there's zero focus. There is zero focus on the fact that Republicans are a bunch of leftists in deep red states. Um, You know, people think, oh, we have that covered already. Let's focus on Biden. You know, we have a 30 to 2 majority in the Wyoming state Senate. Oh, it's taken care of. But no, you don't not unless you breathe down their necks. They're a bunch of leftists. They're a bunch of phonies. And that's where it has to be. It has to be more local. And to the extent you focus on elections, yes, focus on the upcoming gubernatorial election, not the Senate not and, and not president. Um, if you're in a red state, if you're in a state like North Dakota and you have Doug Burgum standing for re-election potentially, and this guy is a uh, business partner, of Bill Gates, and he's a to- total globalist, he needs to go. And that's what we need to focus on. You know, you've got Kentucky, by the way, coming up in an odd year, next year. There's a Democrat there. You know who the lead Republican is? The attorney general who did nothing in his life before then, but work for Mitch McConnell.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: I mean, this, there's an endless pipeline. And like you said, we're not changing the party. He, and, 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 and Steve, here's one, one more thing. One more thing, and we're going to have no leverage without this. We need to get petitions together in some way in these states to declare hundreds of thousands of registered Republicans, we will not vote for you in the primary or general election. If you vote to redefine marriage, you vote for the omnibus bill at a federal level or similar things at a state level, you have to have red lines until we are willing to stand or attempt to stand on godly values rather than be republicans we are on the plantation more than what we accuse black voters of doing for the democrat party and and that's the reality they laugh at us because they know we will always be there for them in the general election and until you're real uh, willing to shoot that hostage we have zero leverage
1: and just to confirm what you just said why does kevin mccarthy now suddenly sound like the daniel horowitz podcast he doesn't have 218 votes to be speaker. That's why.
5: No. Doesn't have it. Th- that, and so That is why. Yeah. And, and Steve, why didn't he sound like that in September when they were originally passing the continuing resolution and it actually mattered? Right. Because I was the only one focusing on that. Okay. Finally, we built a movement against the that became poison. And you know what? Almost every House member voted against it. It does make a difference. There's one difference between Republicans and Democrats. One and one only. That potentially, more often than with Democrats, they're scared, or at least you could influence what they're thinking at a given time. Mm-hmm. You have your foot in the door. But use it. If you don't, then there's no purpose.
1: Essentially, the best way to get the Republican Party to work for you is to act as if it actually works for you. You're not one with it. That's not your identity. It's not your family. Yeah. It's not your church. It's not your movement. It's just a vessel. It's a vessel. And if it steers in the direction that you want it to, great. And if it doesn't, screw you. That's that's essentially the best way. It, it Think of high school, guys. Was it the nice guy who got the girl or the guy that was a little bit more aloof, a little bit more difficult, mysterious? Yep. That's kind of what Daniel's talking about. Good stuff, my friend. We'll see you in the new year. All right?
3: Happy New Year. Take care.
1: You bet. We'll come back and wrap things up here on the Glenn Beck program in a moment.
3: Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK.
1: Back to wrap things up here on the Glenn Beck program. Thanks to all of you uh, who uh, tuned in here today that allowed us to come in from the sidelines. We're on Christmas break as well, but can't resist the temptation to come in and talk to one of the best, biggest and uh, brightest audiences in all of media. So we are the Steve Day Show, D-E-A-C-E. We would normally be right after Glenn Beck if you're a Blaze TV subscriber. You can also subscribe to our podcast as well. Follow me on Twitter at Steve Day Show, and I'm on all the socials. You can look for Steve Day, me on Facebook, and MeWe, pardon me, uh, Gab, Getter, uh, Truth Social, et cetera. Let's get some final thoughts from the team here. Uh, we've gone over a lot of ground today, Todd and Aaron. What do you think?
4: Uh, going back to watching JFK, is re- remember, <clears throat> there was enough common sense left apparently back in 1963 that just offing Kennedy uh, and letting people think at length about this Lee Harvey Oswald cat, that, that wasn't going to cut it. And this is where the whole line riddle enigma mystery comes in they had to just put that out there for a day And then they needed to off him with Jack Ruby. And you had all this misdirection. Is it FBI? Is it the mob? All that. And it just became too much and people short-circuited. And that's what we're dealing with here again, but with a lot less common sense. On the regular show, you hear me talk a lot about our addiction to comfort, and we just want to get back to normal. And that's the real challenge here. Mm -hmm. There is nothing new under the sun, as you said off air, Steve. That's the real challenge on this, because we have an abundance of evidence on this, and we have for a very long time and we've put it forth on this show and people have tried to bury it in as many ways as they can do we want it or not or do we just want the cheap elixir of comfort and distraction and untruth
0: we must work to create a dynamic at the local level and i mean state, but like local local level where an elected official, whether that's a sheriff or school board member or county commissioner, sees you coming to a town hall or a hearing or a forum, and they say, uh, how high do you want me to jump? You can only do that, though. You can only do that, though. It just can't be one-off. It can't just be one of you. It has to be you have to work to create a group of you at the local level That will be the constant drip, 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 drip in these people's ears to if they don't agree with you, they dread you. They dread you because who are you more likely to run into at the grocery store? Your U.S. Senator, the president of the United States or a sheriff's deputy or your local sheriff or your local uh, state representative? It's always going to be the latter. So where do you have the most opportunity to have influence? It's always going to be at the local level.
1: That's a great place to end it. Kind of takes us full circle to where we began this from. I want to thank uh, all of you uh, who t- tuned in. First of all, uh, first and foremost, thanks to, to Dom and to Glenn and the whole team for giving us this opportunity uh, on an annual basis. To all of you for tuning in. Just remember, just one percent of those of you tuning in right now can make a huge difference. Just one percent. Five or ten, and even huger one. Until January 9th, when we return. John 317.
0: This is the Glenn Back Program.